welcome to a There It Is podcast mini episode, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration with a quick tip. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for giving us a listen today. This is mini episode number nine. Number nine. Number nine. This is the last one we're going to do for the year. Next week, we have our Christmas episode. And today's topic is performing with improvisers you look up to, or maybe even idolize. Think about who makes up your Mount Rushmore of improv. Who would be on it? Tina Fey? TJ and Dave? Tim Meadows? Lauren Lapkus? Keegan-Michael Key? Ben Schwartz? Or maybe they're not famous. How nervous would you be if you got to play with one of them, or a few of them? And how would you handle those nerves so you could still perform? Because you're still doing a show. You still got to perform. So uh, how do you just make yourself capable of getting on that stage and performing with these people you're nervous to speak to off stage? I asked a few previous guests this very question, which is a bit of a doozy to answer because no one feels like they have the best grasp on dealing with it which tells me one thing, that you don't have to feel bad about that. It's common for a reason. There's no need to feel silly or embarrassed about it. My first suggestion would be to recognize something Tina Fey said about being nervous before a show. And I'm paraphrasing here, but she said that nervousness is a cousin to excitement. I loved hearing that because it gives you the ability to be happy instead of afraid about the show you're about to do. So if you're about to share the stage with a monument in your mind, lean into the happy excitement. Isn't it cool that you get to play with them? Isn't that just awesome? Like, just be happy and excited about that. The first time I got to play with someone that I couldn't believe I was going to play with, I was super excited, certainly starting to get in my head about being good, I didn't want to mess up their scene, which is bad language, right? It's not their scene, it's our scene. But I wanted them to think I was good. And isn't that what we're really nervous about when we're performing with someone we look up to? We, we want them to think we're good. My tactic was just to jump in head first. Make a choice, stick to it, don't second guess myself. And that helped. I got out there, I grabbed them to be play my spouse in the scene, and it was a fun scene. But looking back, I do believe that I was mostly thinking about having confidence to just start a scene. And I wasn't as focused on the rest of the scene. <laughs> the scene was fine overall, but I let my nerves be focused on just getting out there and initiating. I still needed to think about being a strong scene partner, though. I asked Xavier Podden of Rubbish Comedy and Magnet Theater about this topic, and he spoke to that when I asked him. He said, nerves come in and sometimes don't go away. That's okay. Free yourself from expectations of your idols or the person you're going to play with that you're so nervous about and of yourself. Your idols are just other people, and they have idols too. Secretly tell yourself you're one of their idols, and they can't wait to be on stage with you. If you can't lie to yourself like that, 
then just remember to be kind to yourself and everyone you work with, no matter who they are. And he goes on to say, you would be kind of surprised at how many people can forget to be considerate when their fight or flight kicks in. And they end up just sort of strapped in on autopilot, and it ends up being a less fun experience for them and for everyone. So just don't go on autopilot. He also said that the best tip he had was just to remember that they want to have fun with you. Enable that. Take pressure off of yourself to impress or be funny. Create a kind of energy that feels authentic to your style. Warm up with the intention of letting yourself shine and focus your energy on doing the good things that keep you out of your own way. Then, when you play, be the kind of performer that you'd want to perform with. Zave also said that when he found himself going blank in a scene with his idol, he usually just mirrored them and their energy unabashedly. He can remember thinking, if I were Murphy right now, I'd do da-da-da-da. And then, boom, he made a choice. He finished up by saying, when I've done that, it has always been a blast, and I've looked totally fun and confident instead of the blank fool I knew myself to be. <laughs> so I really appreciate that advice. It reminds me of something I heard Lewis Kornfeld say on the Magnet Theater podcast. He mentioned that when he was asked to do improv with Jason Manzukis and Ed Herbsman, he was pretty nervous. As he put it to me, he was scared shitless. <laughs> what he went on to say on that episode of the Magnet Theater podcast was he was nervous about being funny and quick enough, but he eventually realized that all they really needed from him was for him to be decisive. Make a decision. Making a decision about what was happening, labeling things, sticking to those decisions, that's all they really want you to do. And that's all that they were asking of him. So keep that in mind. All you really need to do are the basics of improv. It's better to focus on the basics that you know instead of trying to read their mind and be what you think they want you to be. Speaking of Lewis, I asked him for any advice he had and he shed light on performing with Madzukas and Ed. He used to perform semi-regularly with them his strategy was to stay out of their way, but in retrospect, he wishes he had gotten in their way at least a little bit because they were there to play, but he was trying to be liked, and he thinks doing that, that that approach was at his loss. The most relaxed he's ever felt with a personal hero of his was with Rachel Hamilton, but that's because, as he puts it, she was just so easy on you. <laughs> He said he remembers for that show, he just kept reminding himself that she invited him. And so he should just be himself since that's who she wanted to play with. And he tried to act like it was his show too. And I really liked that advice. And I also got some advice from Megan Gray. For the times that she's been in a situation like that, she's tried to not make it such a big deal in her mind. She just tried to downplay it. She said that she tried to think of it as just another improv show with another improviser. She said, if I get too much in my head, I'll stop myself from having fun and giving them something fun to play with. And for the times that she's invited an improv idol to play with her, she's comforted by the fact that they agreed to do the show. <laughs> like, they did agree to it, so they must like something 
that she is doing on stage. Otherwise, he would have done the show, right? What she said and what Lewis said all reminds me of something that I heard John Mayer say about performing with jazz greats like John Schofield and Herbie Hancock. He said that when he was asked to play with them, he was super nervous because he's not a jazz musician. He's not a jazz guy. He has some jazz chords in his music, if you know it. But what got him out of his head was they wouldn't have asked me to play with them if they hadn't wanted me to do what I do. So he realized that he didn't have to play like them. He didn't have to try to guess what they wanted him to do. He could just do what he does. And that was okay. The same is true for you. If you're invited to play on a show, they wouldn't have asked you if they didn't think you could do the show. They think you can play. They like how you play. They think you're funny. So go play. Thanks for listening to this mini episode. Big thanks to Xavier, Lewis, and Megan, all people I have been nervous to perform with. All episodes of the podcast are available on Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash there it is. We upload episodes throughout the week. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at there it is pod. Follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Also subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can. We have a Patreon, and a PayPal. Go to thereitispod.com for newsletter and support info. Links in bio. Next week, we have our Christmas episode, and it's going to be an exciting one, so definitely check that out. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. (laughs) 